Here the Turtle is presented by Toyota. Toyota helps you get the most out of your drive. Just ask a friend who drives one. Shop buyatoyota.com, Toyota's official website for deals, to find the Toyota that's right for you. Toyota, let's go places. Tuesday, February 11th, 2020, and Keith, I think the thing to talk about right now is two Maryland basketball teams that are absolutely rolling, both teams, the men's and the women's, on the top of the Big Ten. Can't ask for much more if you're a Terps fan. And both teams in the top ten nationally in the polls released today on Monday, the women getting a win over Rutgers. The men, uh, one of the bigger wins uh, for this program in the regular season in the past couple seasons, uh, defeating Illinois on the road at Illinois, which was a huge game, uh, sold-out game in Champaign. Um, Maryland erases a double-digit deficit in the first half uh, and comes away with the victory. Incredible performance. They were calling it the biggest game in 15 years at the State Farm Center in Illinois. That place was rocking and then got up double digits, as you said, Keith, in the first half. And it looked like just the energy and how Illinois playing was maybe going to give the Terps some bother. But Anthony Cowan really kept them in the game in the first half, sort of his force of will. And then guys like Daryl Morsell, Stick Smith, Eric Ayal, all of them really stepped up. Aaron Wiggins with a gigantic three at the end when the Terps made that 19-9 run to end the half to make it a two-point game. And just what a great second-half performance to come out, and, and Illinois didn't shoot the ball well, but the Terps switched up the defense. Mark Turgeon did a great job, went to the zone, showed a 1-3-1 look that they'd only shown on one possession the entire season. Out coached Brad Underwood the rest of that game, and the Terps just put together a complete second-half performance. When Illinois made that push, they just made the shots they needed to make, and Anthony Cowan's just sort of dagger three in that, that last moments of the game. It's just a huge shot for him, and he continues to pester Illinois throughout his entire career. Been fantastic against the Illini. They've got to want to see him gone in Champaign. <laughs> but as you said, one of the bigger wins for the Terps in the last few years in the regular season puts them on the top of the conference and really solidifies the Terps as a potential number three, number two seed in the NCAA tournament. Go on a big run here. You can maybe start thinking about a one seed, but you can't get to that point yet. But the ninth overall seed in the NCAA tournament, the bracket uh, projections released on Saturday by the NCAA, so those are the official ones done by the committee, not all of the, you know, bracketology, Joe Lenardi, things that we see, the actual official rankings. That's where the Terps stand right now, would be in a bracket with San Diego State and Duke going to MSG. Can you imagine Duke and Maryland in a Sweet 16 game at Madison Square Garden? The, uh, the, the stage would be set right that, there, man. That would Jeez. be a heck of a ticket, but Terps playing so, so well right now, Keith, and, and defending very, very well. I thought they defended great in that Rutgers game last week. That's really been their calling card. And, and you, we, you talk about in the interview that we're coming up that we'll, we'll tease in a second, but really fighting well for each other. Gotten down double digits a few times and have, have played well on the road. They, they did it against Indiana, do it against Illinois, did it against Northwestern. Um, so really a great 
situation right now if you're a Maryland basketball fan. And fought all the way back in that first half, back-to-back threes from Aaron Wiggins to end that half where you started to feel good. Right? Yep. You're only down two after the way things started off in that half. And then to start the second half, Illinois shot one for 15. Their first 15 shots from the floor. I mean, the defensive effort was there, and a part of that defensive effort was Jalen Smith. Yeah, Jalen Smith was fantastic. And Bob be Keith, we're talking to Jalen Smith this week. <laughs> Jalen Stick Smith, um, and we can talk about this Maryland run from a team perspective, and, and we just did there a little bit. But what Sticks is doing with the six straight double-doubles, he is coming into his own as a former five-star prospect, NBA caliber type of guy, shooting the ball from around 40% from three, getting the rebounds inside as really the only big guy on this Maryland team that plays a lot. I mean, Dante Scott is more of a small four. He, you know, he's a, he's a gritty effort type of guy, doing a good job down there, but he's not a big guy. Joshua Tamayic comes in and spells minutes. Chol Mario just not really there yet. With the loss of the Mitchell Twins, Jones Smith played a lot of center, which as he talks about in this interview, not his natural position, and has done an incredible job. Just, Keith, what have you seen from Sticks from early season where he's been good all year. I mean, he has not, never been bad, but these last few weeks, he's flipped some sort of switch. It's just, it's the confidence. Um, and that was kind of always the, um, the the question mark, maybe some people would say, uh, on his game. But it's from, you know, having, uh, uh, you know, a steady level of confidence, it has just jumped to another level um, this season. And just even in these past few weeks, like you've mentioned, just um, uh, him putting you know, up a three from distance, and you feel like it's going in every yep. time. Um, just the way he's shooting and the way he's confidently shooting. I think you saw it in that Indiana game, um, and it has just bled over into these past couple of weeks. And hopefully we'll see it again this week. Uh, two important games, Nebraska at home and then Michigan State on the road. That'll be a big one in East Lansing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Sticks is taking on crowds right now at the end of games. So um, he is a very, very confident player. Uh, we talked to him about all that stuff. We, we talked to him about just sort of getting in that shape. You know, obviously called Sticks, but Coach Turgeon called him logs at the beginning of the year. He's gotten into incredible shape. Talked to him about his confidence, some of his Baltimore roots, a variety of different things. So let's get to our interview with Jalen Sticksmith. As the University of Maryland celebrates the start of another athletic season, Maryland Athletics is excited to announce the launch of Terps 10,000, our campaign for a goal of 10,000 Terrapin Club members. Individuals who join the Terrapin Club during the campaign and become new members will receive a Maryland Terrapin Club branded flag to proudly fly at your home, office, or tailgate. All current members are eligible to receive a flag by donating an additional $55 to the Terrapin Club. Plant your flag at Terps10K.com. We're back here on Hear the Turtle with Maryland sophomore forward Jalen Smith. Sticks as you go by. And you go by Sticks because when you came in, you you were skinny. That's what you were your whole life. The real question for me and Keith is, two not very strong guys, what's the workout plan? Can we get on the Sticks workout plan? What did you do? How, how do we get on that thing? Uh, pretty much uh, since I got here, Kyle has just been focusing on me. Uh, ever since I came in, I've been getting fed shakes, food, uh, to the point where I couldn't pretty much eat for the rest of the night. But uh, <laughs> overall, pretty much just uh, just know a lot of calories went into my body daily. So how many calories were you trying to eat each day? Uh, the minimum was, I believe, five thousand. Oh my 5, god. What, so, and what were like kind of the key parts of that? You said shake, so I'm sure that was a lot of it. But like, what did like the standard breakfast look like when you woke up in the morning? Uh, pretty much everything was doubled. Every portion I had was doubled. <laughs> oh so if gosh. I had like if I had maybe three pancakes, I I was supposed to have six. If I have two, 
two eggs. I'm supposed to have four. So everything was pretty much doubled throughout my Let me tell you, if I was eating that, I'd be like 500 pounds in like two weeks. <laughs> that is absolutely crazy. Well, let's get to the other component. What were what were the workouts like? What what do we need to do? Because Keith gym? needs some workouts. Yeah. He's trying I mean, to look. He's skinny. He's trying to get some. He's trying to get these shoulders. Yeah, he got right I need here. some muscle confusion. Yeah. Like what 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 kind of did you gravitate towards? Maybe that you had never done before in the weight room. Uh, pretty much uh, everything I normally that I did with Kyle, I normally did at high school, but. Okay. It was a lot more emphasis, a lot more heavyweight. Uh, like I didn't really squat much in high school, so we started squatting a lot, and then we started focusing a lot more on my lower body, just getting stability and balance. And then we did things like I never did like a weighted pull up, so <laughs> that oh, was okay. my first, and I didn't really like that, but I got used to it. And <laughs> like you put like the vest on, and then you're oh like no, it's like a, a a chain belt with a dumbbell attached. Ooh, oh my gosh, okay. yeah, I like that. A little, so, little more rugged, a little more gritty there. Yeah, Bal- so, Baltimore grit, right? For the, <laughs> for the workout, but. Other than that, uh, it was just just a lot of pain throughout the whole summer. I say. At what point did you look in the mirror and think, oh, "I'm looking pretty good right now. I, I'm, I'm kind of feeling it." Uh, pretty much. Uh, every time I went home, my mom told me uh, my body look like it looks more defined. <laughs> mom always knows. Mom <laughs> yeah, always knows. Every time she told me I go look in the mirror, I was like, "I don't know what she's looking at." <laughs> uh, yeah. So pretty much, the, my mom was the main one that showed me. Well, told me that my body was changing, and I. I guess I, that just the images start to pop into my head when I look in the mirror. One of those things that that helps is confidence and sticks. Watching you through this, you know, great two two and a half week stretch, you've really outwardly played so confidently. And obviously, you're confident in your abilities. You've been a very good basketball player for a long time. But what's it been about the last three weeks where we've really sort of seen that swagger come out on the court that you said you kind of showed a little bit in high school, but now has kind of shown itself here in college? Oh uh, yeah, I uh, believe it's just the more me being more assertive. Um, showing more of an impact on my game onto the court and just going out every night and just fighting because pretty much this year I'm kind of playing out of position. I'm not a, I'm not a normal college five. So, uh, yeah, I had to take a lot of, of a role on that one and just being able to battle. So, And that's where most of my confidence comes from, just me going out, knowing that I can play against anybody on that court. You say things like fight and battle, and that's been one of the monikers of this team. It's just fighting to the end, no matter what the score is, no matter what the situation is. I think I was looking up five different games this year. This team's been down double digits and have found a way to win, found a way to win in those five games. Just w- when you look at the, the fighting kind of spirit of this group, what do you think that comes from for, for this team specifically this year? Uh, pretty much because uh, the team has a lot of grit. Uh, every time we go on, step onto the court, we, we believe that we're the best team in the country and just making sure that we continue to execute the way Coach Turgeon wants us to and making sure that we're doing our jobs and just going out every night I'm going out every night and just fighting every night against the team that pops up on that court with us. feels like this team really likes each other. I'm, I'm sure you've been asked about that a lot. The chemistry seems very good. Even just walking over here through you guys, you guys are laughing, joking around. What is it like to ha- know that each of you guys has got each other's back, and you can enjoy each other off the court as well as show all of that passion on the court. That you should. It just seems like a tight knit group. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much what we base our values around: is just being a family on this team. Uh, a lot of teams in the country don't have the type of bond that we have. Uh, you may see each other on the court, but going off the court, they they'll never hang out. But and at Maryland basketball, we're around each other pretty much 24/7. If we're not, we're in class, and just knowing that we always have that support from each other and everybody that has everybody's back is just an amazing thing. What would you say is the number one shared team activity outside of workouts, outside of basketball? What is the one thing this team always like, just likes to do together um, that maybe people wouldn't know or, or realize? Oh, 
video games. Yeah, that, um, that's that's there's the a lot thing, of a huh? lot of high intensity video games in um in the view late night. Uh, you guys are maybe playing online or you're all oh, in the same well, room. We all in the same room. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and they, wow. it gets it get real intense. Uh, What's the game of choice right now? Uh, it's between Madden and 2K. Uh, okay. 2K kind of gets everybody wild and like, <laughs> just get thrown around. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's just it's just every time those video games come out, it's it's a war for us. Dude, like so that. who is the top? So rank it. Who's the, your top 2K competitor? Who's the best? Who do you think is the best? All right, uh, well, the best in 2K, I say, is between Hakeem and Daryl. No, Hakeem, Daryl, and Eric. Okay. They're okay. the best in 2K. And then Madden, uh, say Ant, Hakeem, and Daryl. So you're uh, not placing yourself in the... Oh, no, 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 no. Do you I, have a game where you think you can take everybody? Oh, like, that no one will play against you? Everybody know they can't see me in Call of Duty. You're, you're oh, the Call of Duty you're the Call of Duty guy. guy. Yes. And there's got to be one on every single team. Oh, yeah, everybody know in Call of Duty I'm deadly. So it <laughs> Listen, it's, it's a, you know, you got to make reactions. You got to react fast to situations. That's the kind of Call of Duty situation. Man, look, it, it translates from your basketball skills on the court into the, the video game sector. Oh, yeah, most definitely. There's one video game guy, I feel like, in every person's friend group <laughs> that, like, thinks they're way better than they are. Are. Yeah. Who do you feel like that is on this team? Where they if they're like talking a bunch of trash, but ultimately they can't get it done when they get on the sticks. Uh, I say it's between Sorrell uh, <laughs> and Brent on our GA. Oh, Brent oh, Brent, yeah. oh wow! Uh, so they call out for Brent here. Yeah, yeah Brent thinks he's he's good at a lot of things, but he's really good. <laughs> and Sorrell, uh he loses a lot in, in in sports games, but his game is Fortnite, so nobody can really That's see. Oh, he's the Fortnite guy. I remember, I remember last Fortnite year one. that was his his big thing. He yeah, was nobody uh, he was really hot on see Fortnite. Around the Fortnite. That's, he a different person. You you become sort of a really good proficient outside shooter this year, and we've seen that especially over this stretch where you've had all the double double six straight. You've always sort of had that in your game. Where did the confidence come in to start really making those shots? Because I know Coach Turgeon talked about in the pregame. He knows you're a good outside shooter. They just hadn't gone in, and now you're shooting around 40%. What has that been like, that sort of transition where you're, you're – now you're coming off ball screens and taking threes against Illinois. What's that been like? Uh, it's, it's been amazing, uh, just me being able to expand my game. Uh, last year, as, my, as a freshman, I didn't really shoot as well as I wanted. I made some threes, but not, I missed a lot more than I would, I would normally miss. But this year, uh, shots have fallen a lot more for me. I've been working a lot more on my shots. Coach Turgeon just been encouraging me to shoot the ball a lot more and just always being in my ear about taking the right shot and making sure that I'm set and always having enough time to get it off. What's the better, sorry, Keith, what's the better feeling? The big jam and the flex or hitting the three and kind of fading away and throwing up the throwing up the three point sign? What, 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 uh, what, would you, what do you prefer at this point? Because you do both of them very well. Uh, I'll probably say the three. Oh, uh, okay. It, it, uh, regardless, the dunk does get the crowd energized, yes. but a big three the, can too. Yeah. yeah, but it's all about on the road. When you're hitting the three on the road, it's different than getting a dunk on the road. Yeah, yeah the three kind of demoralizes the crowd. Yeah, the Indiana that. game, I think the the threes got the crowd, uh, you know, a little, little scared Wig early. Aaron Wiggins threw at the end of the half, kind of did that to that That's Illinois right. crowd, just kind of like yes. took them out yeah, of the game. It's a good point. And, and you bring up something, Taylor, here when. I feel you have the master of the two-handed dunk. That is your signature. That is your move. Will we see any one-handed dunks here down the stretch? Will you kind of, you know, we show us a little bit uh, of the one-handed uh, uh, here? To be honest, probably not because uh, okay. uh, in high school, I remember I had a dunk, a fast break dunk, a one-handed fast break dunk, and I got rim stuck. Oh, that's like the the hugest fear of mine. Uh, <laughs> fast, if I have a one hand dunk, like Illinois, that was my first one hand dunk in probably like yeah, yeah. I don't know how many games since high school, but uh, yeah, that's just the fear of just getting rim stuck and then 
being on TV. <laughs> when, when you make the, the two hands look good, you know, there's yeah. no reason to deviate. Two hands for safety. Go back to your high school days. You play at Mount St. Joe, and, and, and it's a well-told story. Played with Daryl Morsell. You guys have a very close bond, sort of a brotherly bond coming from that. How crazy is it to walk out in front of 17,000 people and play with a guy that you played with in small high school gyms when you're both dreaming of that moment? How cool is it to sort of look across the floor from him and be like, wow, we kind of made it together? Oh, the feelings are surreal. Uh, just knowing that I pretty much, like our motto at St. Joe was brothers for life. And just knowing that I had my brother on, basically my older brother on the court with me every night battling in front of a million, well, not not a million, <laughs> over like 17,000 people in the I crowd. I mean, there are millions of, going to be millions of people watching on TV, so yeah, the same thing. But just knowing that I have him having my back again and I'm having his back for like the, I believe, five years now, mm. it's just it's just amazing. Tomorrow, playing Nebraska, it is Sticks Night, um, so they'll be giving out glasses to 500 students, I believe, uh, mm. in, in your honor. W what was your reaction when you heard that that was the promotion for tomorrow's game? Uh, I was kind of skeptical because, <laughs> because I didn't I didn't know how like what type of glasses they were gonna give out. <laughs> I didn't know if they were gonna give out like the Kareem glasses or the actual right. or yeah, the yeah, yeah. specs. Yes. But the glasses I saw they gave them out was like kind of like some hardware glasses. Yeah, right. So I mean that's 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 kind of it's probably pretty pricey to get like a yeah. full you know rec spec situation. Full set, so I think yeah. this is a good in between maybe. But yeah, it's it's, it's gonna be amazing just knowing that uh, Maryland Athletics recognizes me and my play and just want to use like something that defines my my basketball character onto the crowd. It's just, it's amazing for me. And then, you know, playing Nebraska here at home, you know, last year, over a year ago now, you have that game winner against mm -hmm. Nebraska, you know, driving into the lane and putting that floater up to, to win that game over against a ranked team at the time, a really good Nebraska team. Is it, have you had time just to reflect on the journey you've had just in a year's time of, of from that moment maybe, then all the things you know, that ended last year onto, you know, the, the year you're having now and how you're playing here? Is, is it, have you, do you get time just to reflect on that? Oh yeah, I reflect on it all the time. Uh, just, just knowing how far I came, and pretty much I played my whole first season of college basketball. That's one of the best things that can ever happen to me. Uh, not many people get to go go to that stage, and just knowing that I was there, and I did whatever I could do to help my team win is just amazing. And just, just knowing that I can repeat that this year, have the the possibility of repeating it, and just it's just an amazing feeling. From a military family, so you woke up really early as a kid, 5 a.m., Keith tells me. Are you still programmed? Are you still a morning person? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I wake up early all the time. Uh, I can fall asleep at, like, 3 and wake up by, like, 4.45 and be energized for the whole day. Really? Wow. Yeah. It's, how, it's, how often do you do that? Uh, not much. Probably, like, on a weekend okay. or, like, Saturday or Friday night. Okay. But other than that, like, yeah, I could be energized for the whole day. I don't know how, but it just – that, I guess my father. <laughs> You've got that, that instilled me. in you. Yeah. yeah, that's wild. That's crazy. I I have to imagine your teammates are like, "What are you doing? Like, why are you up this early? Or do you have other? Who are your oh. other morning your morning person teammates here? I heard Dante's. He's up pretty early uh, every day, but he's not my roommate. Uh, and even if I wake up in the morning, I'm a quiet person, so I don't really do much. I just probably like watch TV in my room and just oh, just play a video game sometimes, something like that. The fans have really embraced you. Um, your entire career here, but recently, obviously, as you've played better, um, there was this really cool clip I, I know you retweeted of a, of a young kid talking about how they wanted to shoot like sticks, yeah. and, and, and I see the sunglasses you bring that, on, bring that yeah. smile to your face. That's got to be pretty cool to see stuff like that. How cool is it for you to sort of feel like you're a role model to kids like that and also you know, be so beloved by um, the fans that are at this, the arena every time? Oh, that's amazing. Uh, moments like that just make you realize how, how great you got it, and just knowing that Actually, I, I grew up grew up 
Well, everybody grows up having a role model. I grew up having a role model, looking up to college players and NBA players, and just knowing that I have somebody looking up to me and wanting to be, well, not be like me, but want to model themselves after me. It's just an amazing feeling, just knowing that I'm doing, it makes me know that I'm doing the right thing and I'm doing, I'm showing the right type of characters for people that want to be in my position. When did you realize basketball was kind of your thing? When, you know, every, I feel like every kid, when they get to a certain level, like, wow, I'm, I'm really good at this. When was that for you with basketball? Uh, I pretty, I say my some the summer going into my ninth grade year. That's when I started to get really, really serious about basketball. Now before then, it was just like it was just something I wanted to do. But then I realized how good I could be at it, and a lot of people started telling me, you know, I had the tools to be good at it. And ever since then, I just been working hard. Did you play any other sports? Uh, I mean, in elementary school, I played flag football. Mm. But other than that, no. Pretty much else. just a pretty much just a basketball guy at this yeah. point. We'll get you out of here in a little bit of rapid fire sticks first, and you just talked about it, so you can now say it. The NBA player, basketball player you looked up to growing up? Uh, it was Kobe Bryant. Uh, he yeah. was my huge role model. Uh, my father was the one who showed me his game. I was watching Lakers games with him all the time, and ever since then, I became a, like a Kobe Lakers fan, and that's been my role model ever since. You obviously reflected post-game after he passed tragically in the helicopter accident a couple weeks ago. Um, what about him? sort of motivates you and made you roll out. It's obviously been well discussed the past couple of weeks, uh, but for you, what, why did you look up to him so greatly and, and admire him? Uh, just because his mentality and the way he played. Uh, I still remember watching like YouTube clips of his first, I don't want to say his first year, like his first year in the finals, I believe. And he was young and he missed back-to-back shots. To, I think he airballed them. Mm-hmm. And yep. he, he never like he never wavered and he just kept going. Even if he airballed the next one, he still shot it. And that just like stuck with me. Like, you gotta keep every play and just keep going and no matter what happens, you gotta keep fighting. That's good. Uh, to change gears here a little bit, your dream vacation you'd like to take one day. Uh dream vacation would probably be the Bora Bora. Uh that's Bora a, Bora. Uh, good that's, answer. that's been stuck in my head ever since I was I believe in the Tim Curry, I've seen a, a Twitter video of people okay. going there, and I just wanted to go there ever since. Hopefully Bora, Taylor Bora. and I can tag along. For yes, that. <laughs> yeah, nice. we'll, we'll jump on that trip. Um, your dream concert to attend? Dream concert? Uh, I'd probably say a Lil Uzi concert. Uh, okay. I hear he's one of my favorite artists, and I'm not really a concert type person, so I mean, it probably would never happen. Yep. But if it was supposed to happen, uh, I'd probably say a Lil Uzi concert. Fair enough. Uh, TV show you're watching or streaming right now? Uh, I just got finished this new Netflix show called October Faction. October uh, Faction. I've not yeah. heard of that. Not heard of it's like movie. a it's like a movie where well not a movie a show where uh, let me how you say this it's reality and then it's like fairy tale reality huh. like they got monsters living at with humans okay. but they're disguised okay. as humans some and type like, of science fiction kind of going yeah on. and okay. then it's like a special force just trying to kill those monsters and they. The people that normally kill him starting to realize that the people who wanted them to kill him is like corrupted. So it's like a amazing okay. show that I watched. Wow, that's out. very interesting. Is it was that, is that a that's a brand new show? Like brand that's new, the first yeah. season? I'll have to check that yeah. out, Keith. That sounds okay. pretty interesting. I like it. Um, you're a Baltimore guy. Um, your favorite spot that people should go in Baltimore that they wouldn't know to eat. To eat. I just, what I do just you recommend? I just had the name. I forgot it. Uh, oh, Royals. Royals. Royals, the chicken Car- place, right? Royals carry yes. out. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's Ro- near Mount St. Joe. Yeah, right, right okay. up the street from the Royals carry out or hip hop chicken. That's those two places that you. There it is. Go. People up in the area, you got it right there. And then we gotta ask you your favorite place to eat in College Park. We ask every guest. Uh, I probably say 
I just had College Park Diner for the first time, and I loved it. Okay. College so, Park Diner. Okay. okay. Yeah. It was it was either between that or Chipotle. I, I'd eat Chipotle like every night. So. Um, what did you get at College Park Diner that was so impressive? So we're trying. So to give you some context here, we're trying to go and have the meal that people tell us what their favorite place to eat in College Park is. Mm-hmm. A thousand people said Chipotle, so I'm not going to have you do Chipotle. Order. Yeah. We had Anthony Cowan going through his dressing and all this stuff last year. Your, so what's your order at College Park Grill? All right, so uh, I started off with a chocolate milk. Uh, then I get the ultimate omelet Ooh. with everything on it, uh, with cheddar cheese. And then I get a waffle and with a side of grits and white bread, toasted white bread. So that sounds like breakfast. I'm really, really hungry yeah. right now. I was already <laughs> hungry, and now I'm even more hungry. Jalen Smith, we will make sure to go to College Park Diner. Maybe you can come with us. We'll see how it goes. Get the ultimate island. Thank you so much for joining us. Good luck the rest of the year. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Dix. Back here on Hear the Turtle and Keith, Sticks didn't really necessarily want to give away the secret sauce there from him and Kyle Tarp. We didn't get all of the details. <laughs> we, we got some, we but got some nuggets. Let me tell you what, dude. 5,000 calories, that is outrageous. I don't know how anybody eats that much. Um, what do you think? Are you going to get on the, the Sticks plan? You and I well, already have our own plan right now. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think I'm more of like a 2,000 calorie guy. <laughs> maybe a little bit more, maybe 2,500. I'm feeling it. But I mean, do, double everything. Imagine doubling everything you eat. Right now. I, I mean, I'd be 400 pounds in about 30 seconds. But you and I right now on the what did you do plan, yeah, that's right. challenging each other to ask every day, what did you do to get better? Right. And, uh, and today, it could be, it's, there's a lot of different things you could do. It's not necessarily just running no, or working well, out. Yeah. You, can, you can do different um, things. I can say for sure that today, you and I have done nothing um, for the most part. Yeah. You know, it's been a. There's still time. There's still, there time, still time. There's day. still time as we record this. We record late this in the evening, but there's still time. There's certainly still time. Uh, College Park Diner for the first time. I don't believe we have heard that. We really need may, to make may, a full you, record. We, honestly, that might be. You know, maybe we'll get an intern in our office. Maybe yes. just to go through Some what of our every single person has. has yes. <laughs> what's every person has responded and at you know to our question, what's your favorite place to eat in College Park, uh, and then we can kind of start looking through and seeing where do we need to go where do we need to eat um we gotta get to the jerk pit. we do need to do that we said that last week and we were or two weeks ago we did not get to it yet we do need to do that um i do think we should try to get every single thing that people have said in college park except for chipotle i mean that's that's just not i mean we have chipotle we've all been there everyone's been in chipotle but people have said a variety of things we've now been doing this for you know two years or whatever to to get all those answers so very very cool good stuff from stick smith um just a, a a humble hardworking, good kid, exactly what you want in a student athlete. And it's always fun to talk to guys like that. And always interesting to hear about the video games. We had some of that with football, uh, had some of that with soccer. So I don't, I don't want to cross him in a, in a call of duty, uh, live. Game. No, he, let me say, when we asked him that question, he like locked in. and was like, yeah, I'm the best at call of duty. Like no one's taking me. So fair enough. We'll have to get him on uh, Xbox live or PlayStation, whatever he does. Uh, but that's enough for this episode of here. The turtle, obviously, thank you so much to Jalen sticks, Smith, fantastic interview. Um, Maryland sports, absolutely off and running here. The women, as we touched upon a little bit at the top, nine straight wins back in the top 10, number 10, Brenda freeze. It's got them right at a little bit after a little bit of a mid season, swoon there for an extent but I mean they're they're trending towards a number two or number one seed in the NCAA tournament uh spring sports have started your your men's lacrosse team gave us a little bit of a scare on Saturday now two and no Keith 
Women's lacrosse 1-0. Baseball gets going this weekend. Softball's underway. Gymnastics midseason. Wrestling. Track and field. Tennis. There's way too much to track. <laughs> this show could be two hours. There's just too much to do. Uh, but make sure to follow all of those teams. Huge, good lacrosse doubleheader. Let's throw that out there on Saturday. Women play a top 15 matchup against Florida. Men play a top 10 matchup. Top 6 matchup? Top 6. Top 6 matchup against Penn um, at Capital One Field at Maryland Stadium. So come out for that one. Um, hopefully the weather is good for both of those games because that is going to be a fantastic day of lacrosse. Come out, watch some lacrosse. Your lead into Maryland basketball. Exactly right. Here's what you do. You go watch the women. Then you go watch the men. Then you roll over to Looney's, Bentley's, one of those establishments. Have a good time. Have a couple beverages. Enjoy the game. How about that, Keith? Sounds great. Sounds great. <laughs> Sounds great. And that is where this show ends. Make sure to follow us on all of our social media channels. Add here the turtle on Twitter. Add here the turtle on Instagram. Sneds through one on for Keith. Taylor Smythe 10 for moi. We'll see you next week. Go Terps.